This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Just Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. First, happy Labor Day. For those of you in the United States, this is the day that we honor labor. And in honor of Labor Day, I want to talk about labor, which is really like a hotel room. What do I mean? Well, labor, like a hotel room, is perishable. If the hotel owner does not sell a room today, he is lost because the ability to sell that room and generate revenue from that room that day is gone forever. It's like getting on an airplane with an empty seat. You can't sell that seat tomorrow. So tomorrow, he has the opportunity to sell that room again. The hotel does, the airline does. And if they do, they have revenue. If they don't, then they lost the ability to earn revenue that day for that room or for that airline seat. So labor is also perishable. If you don't sell a person's labor today, then it's lost. You cannot sell that labor tomorrow. Inventory, parts, equipment, stuff is totally different. If you don't sell it today, it sits in your warehouse or on your truck and you can sell it tomorrow. It's physical. It's a thing. You can see it. Labor is not visual. Yes, you see the tech or you see the field installer or you see the person in the office or you know you see the people, but the work that they are producing, if they don't get it done today and if you can't bill for it today, guess what? <clears throat> You've lost today's productivity. Sure, you can bill for it tomorrow. But that's billing for it tomorrow, and you've lost the ability to generate revenue today because you didn't bill that time. So labor that's not sold is gone forever. The unbilled hour or the unbilled day is irreplaceable. So think about it. You know, I've always talked about productivity issues, but we can flip that on the other side simply because labor is irreplaceable. So it's just flipped, you know, how productive can, can our employees be? And we're going to talk about some things that you can do after the break to increase the productivity of your labor pool. All right. So I'm going to get into some numbers now. So just, you know, either get a piece of paper or if you're driving in your truck, just kind of follow along with me. So on average, employees work 40 hours a week or 2,080 hours a year. All right. Assuming you conduct, can deduct for vacation and holidays and meeting time and training time, you can only sell about 1,900 hours a year. And yes, there are times that we have overtime, and yes, you can get close to 2,080. But let's assume for, for a minute that the guys don't want to work overtime, and the only labor you have of theirs is 1,900 hours a year. So that's about 91%. Not 1900 divided by 2080. So about 91% of that employee's time can be sold, i.e. built or produce revenues, whichever way you want to look at it. 
So your maximum productivity ratio is probably around 91%. So think about it. How many hours a year per employee do you actually sell? And your pricing has to include the cost for those hours that you can't sell. All right. So if your productivity rate is 91%, then we still have 9% of the hours that you can't sell that we have to add into our costs so that our revenues cover those unbillable hours. So what you want to do, and we're going to talk about this more after the break, is you want to track your billable or revenue producing or sold hours against the number of hours you paid the employees. And that's your sales or billing percentage, all right? So <clears throat> here's some more math. And we're gonna get into this a little bit, a little bit more detail after the break. Let's assume that your billable percentage is 80%, which is pretty good considering your maximum is 91%. So if an employee earns $50 an hour, and I'm using round numbers to make it a little bit easy. So his, he actually costs $50 divided by 80% or $62.50 an hour. Remember, we can only bill 80% of the hours that we pay him. And then your overhead, let's assume your overhead cost per hour is $40. Again, we can only bill for those 80% of that $40. So you have to divide both his labor and the overhead costs by 80%. So think about it this way. $50 an hour divided by 80% is $62.50. So that's really what he is costing you. Overhead is $40 an hour divided by 80% or 50. That's a nice, easy round number. So the break-even cost for your employee is the $62.50 and the $50. So we have his, his cost, i.e. his labor rate, and the overhead that um, he has to cover for every billable hour. So it's $112.50. Sobering experience and sobering numbers. So, you know, it's not just the $50 an hour, or it's not just $40 an hour for overhead. It's the actual billable percentage that you can get that really and truly determines what your um, billing rate is. So labor's a commodity, all right? If you can't sell eight hours a day, that eight hours today is absolutely lost. It's just like a hotel room or it's just like an airplane seat. Airplane takes off with an empty seat, which hasn't happened very much lately. Um, and I'm sure the airlines love it, but, um, they can't generate any, generate any revenue from that empty seat. You can't generate any revenue from a non-billable hour. Right? So after the break, I'm gonna talk about a few ideas on how you can actually, number one, track labor productivity, but also how you might improve it to get to that 91%. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We'll be right back. Were you thrown into management? You know, you're doing your day-to-day -day job and you crave more. You want to become a manager or even own your own business. All of a sudden you're thrown into management and whoa, not what you expected. Where's your lifeline? 
You're now responsible for making sure others get their work done, dealing with customer complaints, budgets, keeping your boss happy, and getting stressed out trying to do it all. You long for the days when all you had to do was your job. You get frustrated because people just don't follow the rules like you did. How do you make them comply? And what if they quit? You know how to do the work, but do you know how to manage the work? Where do you get the skills you need to be a great manager, to run a profitable department, to actually enjoy work again? My seven-month online coaching program, Leadership Skills for Smart Managers. As Mike Shelley, a plumber who was promoted to plumbing manager said, I have grown a lot. I am no longer brand new. This class helped me thicken my skin exponentially. I'm finally seeing the forest through the trees, at least a little. I am definitely more confident than I was seven months ago. You can experience this more. The next Leadership for Smart Manager class starts November 1st. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-8000 to reserve your spot today. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I started the discussion about labor being like a hotel room. It's a commodity. And if you don't bill eight hours today for a field employee, guess what? You can't bill those eight hours that you lost today, tomorrow. It's done. Those eight hours are gone. Like an airplane safe. All right. So let's take a look at ways that you might be able to increase labor productivity, because obviously the more productive we can get, um, the more billable hours that we can get, the better off you are with respect to building your bottom line. And if we assume, like we talked about before the break, that your maximum billable percentage is 91%, and that assumes 1,900 hours, which is probably, if you can generate 19 bill, 1,900 billable hours, you're doing phenomenally well for each technician. It's a little easier to do it on the install side because as long as they have jobs that are productive for you know day in and day out and week in and week out, you can get pretty close to that. Service is a little bit harder. But anyway, how do we get there? Well, first of all, we have to know where you are. You have to know where you are. And you're thinking, well, I have no clue. I think it's about. I think it's about doesn't cut it. Where are you? All right. And the easiest way to do that is to start tracking it. All of you do payroll every week. Well, most of you do payroll every week. Some of you do payroll every two weeks. And very few of you do payroll twice a month. But I've seen all three. But the majority of you do payroll every single week. So it's real easy to track. What you're going to do is you're going to say, okay, Johnny charged me for 40 hours this week. How many of those hours could I actually bill? to a job, to a service call, whatever. And if Johnny could bill 38 hours out of the 40, he's doing pretty good, okay? Now, let me tell you how I consider billable hours because some of you are thinking, well, there's no way in God's green earth that that's gonna happen. Yeah, it can, all right? I look at travel time being billable. If you charge Mrs. Jones or company A, B, and C or whomever, a service call or a truck charge or a truck fee or a travel charge or whatever you call it. Hopefully you're not calling it a dispatch fee anymore. Um, that that's a really bad word. Um, people don't are diagnostic fee. They don't want to, they don't want to pay diagnostics or dispatches. They want, you know, a service call to come to your home is fine. You say diagnostic, they say I already know what the problem is because they've gone to you. So let's assume your service call 
is calculated correctly. And so that service call is actually billable. So those are billable hours that you can add to the service technician's actual time. And generally I include billable hour and I calculate it on a half an hour. And if it takes five minutes in between, you know, customer A and customer B and customer C, you're actually doing pretty good and you actually have more billable hours potentially, you know, obviously the whole eight hours. Um, but, you know, if you put a half hour in and you're in the city of Atlanta on a Friday afternoon on 285, half hour is not going to cut it. It's going to be more like an hour and a half. So you have to, you know, average it and have the good with the bad. But if you charge service calls or you charge travel charges for commercial or you charge anything that gets the technician from point A to point B and the customer pays it, that is billable time. So travel in my book is billable time, all right? So start tracking where you are. And I promise you the first time you do this, it's an eye-opening experience. Some of you, some of your guys may be doing phenomenally well and others are milking the clock. You're gonna see who they are and you're gonna see who they are very quickly. So, the conversations have to be, how do we get you more productive? You know, first of all, explain to them what productivity is. For every billable, you know, for every hour we pay you, how many of those hours are actually billable? That's the answer to the question. So you got to track it first to know where you are. And then number two, once you know the percentage, explain it to everybody. Explain why billable hours or revenue producing hours are so important and what they can get out of that assuming that um, we get the billable hours up, all right? If your billable hours are like 50%, you have a lot of work to do. If they're 80, you're going to be shaving little things here and little things there to get to your 91. Again, 91 is probably your maximum. Okay. Assuming you pay vacation and holiday and have meeting time and you know things like that. So, uh, 91 is about your maximum. All right, so you're going to track it, number one. And then number two, once you know what the percentages are for a couple of weeks, you're going to explain it to everybody. And if you find people who, and some of the field employees who are um, milking the clock, so to speak, and not being as productive or not being as billable, you need to have a conversation with them. And, and I'm going to tell you a story. We did this with one of my clients. Um, and we found out that the most senior technicians were the least productive, literally, all right? So <clears throat> before we posted it, which is the next step, we went to each of them and said, look, here's your billable percentage, here's what it means, how do I help you get your percentage up? Because in three months we are posting this, all right? We gave them three months to get their percentages up to where the other service technicians were. And yeah, they, they actually got their numbers up once we started focusing on it, once they started focusing on it. Can you imagine had we posted the numbers without warning them and they had the worst productivity? Wouldn't have gone well. So if your most senior guys have the worst productivity, i.e. the lowest percentages, you better have a conversation with them first and give them time to bring their numbers up before you start posting them, all right? So number three is posting them. Everybody will see where it is every single week and you're not gonna do it by person. You're gonna may do it by department, service department, percentage, 
install department percentage, plumbing department percentage, generator department percentage. You get the idea. All right. As it starts getting posted, I promise you it will get better. It's amazing what happens when you track things. They automatically get paid attention to and get better. But I would also ask for suggestions, which is number four. You know, what do people see? I mean, the office personnel really and truly know what the field people are doing. Ask them, see what they say. You'd be surprised at some of their answers and implement their suggestions. And the fun part of it, which is number five, is to have a contest with it. You know, once you get the labor percentage, let's say you want to maximize it at 85% or whatever number you want, trying to get it to 91 is really, really, really difficult. But let's assume the maximum is going to be 85. You know, <clears throat> if it stays at 85% for a quarter, everybody gets a $100 gift card or something like that. That's what I would do. And everybody will focus on it. And when the percentage stays above 85% for a quarter, you make a big deal about it. You hand out all the gift cards and you say, thank you very much. And then you do it the next quarter and the next quarter and the next quarter. And you keep posting everything. It will stay up as long as you keep attention paid onto it or keep paying attention to it. And that's really, really important because if you stop paying attention to it, guess what? Your labor productivity probably will go down. It just does. So here are the five again. Number one, track it. Number two, explain the percentage. And if there are your senior guys who have the lowest percentage, explain what it is and where there is, there's R versus everybody else before you number three, post it. And you may wait a couple months to post it so that your senior guys get their numbers up. And number four is to ask for suggestions to improve the percentage and obviously implement those suggestions. And number five, have a contest. You know, every quarter, if it maintains a certain piece, you know, $100 gift card or whatever it is, because I promise you, the more billable hours you have, the more ability you have to impact your bottom line and your net profit per hour positively rather than negatively. So labor is like a hotel room. It's perishable. If you don't bill it today, you can't bill those eight hours tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.